Here we are for another week of the Chatterbox Video Game Radio Show. My name's Alon. And my name is still Ara. And we also have a special guest today, Tim Winsky. It's not the first time you've been here. Uh, yes, that's true. It's good to be here. Yes. Um, how, would you, how would you like to be um, appellated? Appellated? Yeah. Named. Like, what's your appellation? You'd like to call, us to call you. Yeah. Oh. Um, I, I think it's know. French. Because I was thinking programmer extraordinaire um, or this game developer extraordinaire. You're not just a programmer. Ingenue. No, I'm, I'm more interested in design than yeah. programming, but I you know, do what needs to be done to make awesome games. That's right. And that's why Tim is here. The reason, no, I think the real reason we brought Tim here is so that I can beg him to co-host the show while you're away. Ah, I see. Your that's nefarious of designs have come to the surface. <laughs> This is actually yeah, a plan well in advance. Yeah. So, well, those are the best ones, aren't they? Enjoy yourself, Tim. Uh, it's it's so hard to make games though while being on radio. Yeah, well, I don't, I don't know how Ara does it. It's um, I actually have a third arm that's that's making a game right now. So you have a number of things you want to discuss in today's show. I have a number of things I would like to discuss in today's show. I think we're going to start off with milk. Okay, okay. So every once in a while. We do a little bit of you know culture, right? Yes. And, and you know, and most of our listeners aren't in Phoenix, although some are. And so I, I have I feel compelled to express and explain, although I don't know how I'm going to explain it because I don't really understand it. Uh, a little bit of Phoenix culture and something that happened to me just a few days ago. Now, um, right now, if if either of you guys are curious, what a um, garage full of a gallon of spilt milk smells like i can show you this after the show spilled milk yes spilled milk okay okay but it was not spilled by me okay so look i'm just gonna cut to the chase okay i bought two gallons of milk and i come home take it out of the car a lot of freaking milk say what a lot of milk for one dude yeah i'm drinking a lot of milk i'm fine i'm like i'm look that's that's another i like milk okay Sure. Hey, it is within your right. Hey, it's, it's, no, it's nothing to be shy about, okay? Anyway, so I put these two jugs of milk on this stool in the garage because i got to get some other garbage out of the car. And so they're sitting there completely at rest for about 20 seconds, okay? It's super hot. The milk is super cold, mm-hmm. okay? And... I don't know how this happened. I never knew it could happen. I don't know if this is something Mythbusters has investigated. But one of the gallons just tore itself apart. I I just watched it. I just heard this tear. And I watched the milk just explode out of the jug. And I'm saying to myself, how the fuck is this happening so what was the temperature at the time Do you and, know? i mean it was about it was like one it was like it was 115 or something right and, well i mean how long was it in your car you say it was still really cold yeah. was it actually really cold or just cold when you bought it oh, it was cold when i bought it but i mean the, the store is like half a mile away so it's still cold then i don't understand i don't i still don't understand i mean i looked at the thing and it was like literally you know like where it tore i mean it was literally looked like the 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 plastic it just tore itself apart you know i have a feeling this is not as much due to the heat i I don't know what some other manufacturing defect but has it well okay so this is why i say it was phoenix okay so i go to the store okay because i'm really upset 
Okay, I actually didn't return for later, but that doesn't matter. I'm really upset, so I take the milk jug because also this was a two two for one. Okay, so I got a good deal. No, it wasn't even that. It was just buy two and you get less of a unit price. Okay, and so I was so proud of myself for thinking ahead and not going to the store every two days and so on. Anyway, so I go back to the store. I give them this jug with the tear in it, right? And I'm like, look, I can't even explain what happened. Okay, I don't even understand this. And the girl there is like, yeah, that's Phoenix. Okay. That's her response? So, yeah. So I don't know if it's... Did, did they take care of you? Were they? Uh... Oh, yeah. They were super nice to me. You know? Okay. Well, I was wearing all my jewelry that day. Did they, so. did they send anyone to clean up your garage? <laughs> no, no. That's, that's where the real investment comes no, in. No. Well, that's... I mean, I took care of that. That was, that was not pleasant. But I, don't, I couldn't tell if she was saying like... Yeah, that's Phoenix. This isn't the first time I've seen it because it was the first time I've seen it myself. <laughs> or yeah, that's Phoenix. Just crazy shit happens all the time here that we can't explain. Well, you know, uh, I had a group of people over on Friday. Uh, you were there, and yes. we have a table with lots of soda or pop, whatever you want to call it, right? Uh, including one of those tiny, like eight ounce bottles of tonic water. Okay. Um, and it just all of a sudden, while we were just hanging out just decided to burst. And I think it may have been more of an implosion than an explosion. Wow. But, uh, but yeah, it burst. And then, so now there's like sticky quinine all over my, my wall awesome. and my table. It got really gross. Um, and it was just tonic water. But, uh, but that happened. I, I'm trying to feel, you know, a kindred connection. It's really, mis- it continues to be a mystery to me. Maybe one of our listeners was like, oh yeah, I know exactly the physics behind it. Well, you want to know what Phoenix really is? It's uh, my attempt tomorrow to bake cookies by simply sitting them in my car. I didn't know that people would actually do this until today. Some friends on Facebook had pictures of the, the great car bake-off, okay. and they're, they're actually baking cookies. And in the comments, they're all like, oh yeah, this totally works. So I'm going to try it. Because of that party, I've actually had a bunch of like cookies ready to bake in my fridge mm-hmm. and for a few days now. Yeah. So they've been in the fridge. They're fine. Surplus cookies. Yeah. But I'm going to bring them to work tomorrow and me and my co- coworkers will just have fun watching them bake in that, my car. That's fantastic. <laughs> and then eating freshly baked cookies, sun baked. Oh, oh. And then my car will smell like cookies for days, which will be awesome. I, I, I'm envisioning a fantastic marketing campaign. In yeah. The future. So sun baked cookies. Okay. <clears throat> so it's kind of like exploded milk. Yeah. Like okay. if we had your milk and my cookies, I think it would make for a grand. There's the pros and yes. cons of Phoenix right there. It's not, you know, there are coincidences, but there are never just coincidences. Yeah. All right. So what uh, what video game stuff are we actually going to talk about? Oh, yeah. Okay. So the real reason besides the nefarious ones that Tim is here is because um, he's – actually, uh, we should save this for next segment, but we're going to talk about Spelunky. I've played it. It's really upsetting me. <laughs> Tim's played it. It upset you so much that you bought it. And you bought <sighs> maybe two games in the history of time. Yeah, although I'm more upset now post-buying than I was pre-buying. But anyway, we, we can come back to that, I think. Um, and then we got, I don't know, there's this Ouya thing, this Kickstarter thing that started today, and they've already raised a million dollars. We can talk more about that in a little bit. Um, another thing, okay, I've been waiting for weeks to bring this up. Okay, it's not very long. But it's important. I think it's months to me, perhaps months. Okay, so you know how much I like uh, the Cars on yes. yes, Disney movie. Um, no, the Cars, Sorry, Cars. Pixar. See, this is see, this is my this is my punishment for trying to be cute and putting the in front of it. Oh. Right, so I deserve that. Um, anyway, okay, so 
I found it interesting, especially Bavarian cars. In, yes, and and Bavarian Motor Works cars in in specific, right? So anyway, on Xbox you can get a theme that is a BMW car theme, okay? And it's really hard to find free themes that aren't completely retarded. By by the way, I have a VW theme on my okay. Xbox. It's good. Yeah. Is it an advertisement for a product? Uh, Volkswagen, yeah. Okay. So, because they're all advertisements for products, right? I mean, there was even like, I put like, I had like an Yves Saint Laurent <laughs> theme on just as a joke because it's so ridiculous. Okay. Okay. But I digress. This is what's really upsetting me. Okay. Somebody, let me describe to you briefly what's in this theme. It's a picture of a car, and I'm really upset at BMW's exterior designs as of late, but that's the only BMWs I can look at when I'm looking at my desktop on my uh, Xbox, so I'll, I'll take it, right? But in addition to that, right, um, they have on all of the, the various backgrounds that they use in this theme, they took uh, the front license plate area, right, and they basically photoshopped a, uh, a non-license plate emblem that says pwned on it. <laughs> okay? Now... Pwned. Yeah. yeah. P-W-N-E-D. Right? And it doesn't even look like a license plate anyway. But that, that that's beside the point. Right? As soon as I see this, right, I'm just like getting flashbacks of like a marketing meeting where like they're all sitting around saying, oh, but if we just show the car, it won't be hip enough. We need to show these kids that we're hip and it's related to games and we're we're into it and... All this other stuff that Squares would say. Clearly, right? they're deeply in touch with the gamer culture. Yeah, and, and so and so so, I mean, like you're ruining an otherwise very clean, nice picture to look at, and putting pwned on it, and like this is this is they're trying to speak to me. Okay, this is like this is like um, okay, I guess it's going to get really racial right now, right? Like this is like the white guy like going up to like a bunch of like black guys. And being like, hey, brother, and all yeah. the other bad words that I'm not going to say right now. You could just say, uh, you know, they're taking on Ebonics. Right. In order they're, to communicate. They're trying, yes. That's what they're trying to do. Yeah. And it's, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm, I'm, maybe I'm the one out of touch. But I can't fathom that any person would look at that and be like, yeah, so much better that it's as pwned. <laughs> I think that really that's like the that's like the piece. There's the, this there's really the is just right encouraging there. piracy for you because you want to now break into your Xbox, hack those files, and and uh, re Photoshop. Well, pwned there would it. be a time where I would have actually put in the effort to do that. Yeah, and not, and not anymore. Not, not anymore. Good. Um, but I mean, just like come on, like what are you people thinking, like? Your product, if you're going to do retarded product placement, just let it stand on its own. You know, don't do this pandering. Come on. That's right, BMW. Okay. You've been pwned. And the other thing that upsets me is the ads on the PS3 store. Like, have, like you guys must have seen this, okay? Why are they only on for, like, 2.3 seconds? As soon as you you're see an ad... You're upset now that you can't see the ad? Look, you can see the ad, right? But there's, like... It's like they didn't think of the fact that, like, oh, it takes you a second to see the ad... It takes you a second to understand what it is. It takes you a second to move the cursor to like, oh, maybe I want to click on it. 
and then it's like halfway through that process, it's gone. Yeah, no, I've experienced the same thing. Oh, that's their trick. They want you to cycle through all the other ads until you get to the interesting. So unusable, I don't understand. Well, I've got a number of complaints ads. about yeah, PSN yeah. that we can go over Why in, am I complaining about ad usability? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll be right back. Chatterboxers, how much do you love Amazon.com? Since you're like me, the answer is a lot. And since you love Chatterbox almost as much, here's what I want you to do. Next time you get a new game, a pair of socks, downloadable MP3, anything really, go to helpchatterbox.com. It takes you to Amazon, but when you buy something, we get a piece of the action. That's good for us, and Amazon feels good because you didn't buy it from GameStop. Helpchatterbox.com. Remember it. Bookmark it. Tattoo it backwards on your forehead. And yes, all I'm asking you to do is buy stuff you are already going to buy. Just do it at helpchatterbox.com. And we're back. You're listening to Chatterbox Video Game Radio. We have a phone number, Ara. Yes, we do. What is it? That's 480-442-6321. Or if somebody erased um, all of the uh, numbers but not any of the letters, um, then you're still going to have a hard time, but it'll be 480-4GAME21. So some of the numbers. Yeah. Uh, And also a reminder, we are sponsored by the University of Advancing Technology. Their website is uat.edu, and I encourage you all to check that website out, UAT.edu. Um, before we get into our discussion of Spelunky, which I know will be extensive. It, it indeed will be. So you asked me to play Spelunky. I played Spelunky. Cool. Then I was like, oh, you know what? I got some free PSN time while I was at E3, and I know that they're going to go bad in like July 15th or something. So I have to use these codes. I have to redeem them. Yeah. So I went on a quest to redeem these codes. So I turned on my PS3. And this is, this is a rant that I think we've had a million times before, but I can't help but do it every time. So I go on, got to go to the shop Indulge in order to redeem these codes. Uh-oh, need an update before you get to the shop. Yeah. Great. So three so hours I later. Update my PS3. I let that go, probably watch an episode of uh, Biggest Loser. Come back, because that's the show, by the way, that my wife and I are obsessed with at the moment. Oh, you too? It's well, like really, it's, really it's her, but I get dragged into it. All right. That's, anyway, that's what I thought. It's, it's actually not that bad a show. Uh-huh. But anyway, that's awesome. <laughs> uh, I get into the shop. I redeem the codes. I realize their UI for, for entering codes is abysmal. You apparently are not upset by this anymore, but I think they're moronic. I've, I've went through the pain already. After you go through the pain, it's not as painful yeah. anymore. I'll restrict my complaint to 10 seconds. Okay. Our listeners are, have probably seen these, these long, long alphanumeric codes yeah. before for a million things that they do these days. Yep. And they're separated by hyphens or something, like groups of four characters. Yep. Except when you enter them in the PSN store, you can't just put all 12 characters. You have to actually enter four, leave the entry screen, move the cursor to the second you know, little area of four, 
click so that you can start entering characters again, right. enter four more characters, then click to leave, then move over the cursor to the next spot, right. then click to enter characters, which, then enter your third set of four characters. I don't think the Xbox interface does it that way. They right. let you just put all the characters they in. They let you put them all in at the same time. Visibly, they separate it by hyphens on the card right. so that you can read it, right. but they don't require you to do that writing it, which they could just... They could automatically add the hyphen. So one thing you didn't tell me is that after you, um, like before you understand like what the rules of the game actually are when you're playing this number entering game, um, what happened when you put in like 12 more digits than necessary? Oh, it just stops. Like you enter four characters and you keep going to enter more. Right. And it makes click sounds and whatever, but none of them appear on the screen. Oh, okay. So you knew right away after you entered the fourth one that you couldn't enter more. Is that what you're saying? Uh, I mean, I don't know how many clicks it took me for, to realize they weren't actually being entered on the screen. Uh, I see. Okay. But it's just stupid. So anyway. Well, I mean, if it would be more stupid if it lets you put in 16 characters and then press oh. enter and then said something else bad. Yeah. All right. So so this was step one of infuriating a lot. Okay. But then I say, oh, look at all these free things from PSN. I know I missed some last month. Like Virtua Fighter 5 was free. Didn't get it. Yeah. But... Whatever. There's a bunch of free stuff. So I will get all these things. Great. I get Infamous 2. I could get some Ratchet and Clank game. I can get all these PSN games I've never heard of, like Sideway. And the video makes it look not completely crappy. Yeah, but uh, it is. Turns out, yeah, it is. But um, I'm like, all right, great. I'll download these. So I go to download them. And I leave it on because I know it's going to take a long time because one of the games is 14 gigs. Because uh, I only right. got one of the major games, right? So I've got probably 17 gigs that are downloading. Great. I'll leave it overnight. Okay. No problem. I come back today after work. It's been on for probably 18 hours yeah. now. Is there a fire? No fire. No smoke? But I hear the humming and see the blue light, and I'm like, oh, crap. I left the PS3 on all night. I'm sure it's been doing nothing for about eight hours or so. Okay. It is 36% of the way through. Wow. Through getting Ratchet and Clank, which was the only thing that was huge. Well, that's right? like 17 gigs. Like, that's... That was 14 gigs. Ratchet and Clank was 14 gigs, and there were probably... I think I underestimated. There were probably five or so other gigs that have completed downloading. So uh, still only about halfway through the total download that started almost an entire day ago. Yeah. So great. At least I can do that in the background. And I think, well, Sideways downloaded and I wanted to see that game. So great. Aura is not responding to my text. So I'm going to try and play this game before I get over for the show. Yeah. I've got an hour because it was 7.30 and I come over here at 8.30. I don't know where my phone is. But doesn't matter. So <laughs> No, like right now I don't know where it is. <laughs> I have an entire hour. And I think, great, it's already downloaded. The hard work is done. I go to play it. Oh, wait, this is PlayStation. You need to install it. So it goes through installation. Uh, installation takes a couple minutes, not terribly long, but... Longer than it would on the Xbox, which doesn't involve an installation period, or that's included in the download process or something. Right. So uh, then I go to play it. Oh, wait. Yeah. Needs an update for this game, which, by the way, I just downloaded from the store. I should have the most recent version. No, 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 no. Well, but they're not patches like on Microsoft systems. No, but they you are. You have to re-download the whole game, don't you, when there's an update? No. Okay. No, no, no. They okay. are patches. It you is. Just, right. That's it what is I'm a saying. Patch, you, no, no. You I just have to download the patch. I don't believe I was able to play it without it, and I just downloaded it from the store. So it should be built into the download from the store. I shouldn't have to do another one. Yeah, but you know it's what? It's 1.01. That's when, the version I'm getting. Dude, when I use my phone, which runs on potatoes and is made from sand... There are about 13 things that they could have done to make it easier to use, and no, they didn't. I, I could talk about That's this. fine, but this is Sony. Yeah. Sony, who Those traditionally has had 
like good industrial design and good design in a lot of areas. And, and poor design in a lot of other areas. Yes. Yeah. But so, they have, though. It's, I'm not just being So anyway, this game, which was 1.6 gigs, I then have to download the 1.01 patch, which was not built into the original download from the store, yeah. 800 megs. Yeah. 50% the size of the game, the patch for the .01. Good job. So that takes literally another half an hour to download. And then that... Has its own install process. Yeah, we've. I mean, which only takes a couple minutes, yeah. and then I finally get to start playing the game. And then I play the game, and it's got some completely insane save file UI. Like, you want to move forward? Oh, by the way, we're gonna auto save stuff to the cloud. Do you want to do that? I'm like, no, I don't need it auto save to the cloud. That's fine, right? But then I go, oh, you got to create a save file. Okay, great. I I guess I will accept creating the save file because it's pretty useless for me to play without it. Great. So then I try to play the game and it's like, oh, hey, you don't have a save file. And I'm like, I just made a save file. I just did. And I went to the screen of back and forth of, wait, no, there is a save. Okay, fine. Make a save file. But wait, no, there's one right there. If I scroll down, then that's the save file I just made that think, you said I don't have. I think you went to like the uh, the like the east side ghetto yeah. of the save file. So land. then I <laughs> click on the save file that I had made, which it claims I didn't have. I have it. I choose it. It's like, oh, you're about to overwrite some data with a new save file. Do you want to do that? I'm like, fuck No. I have a save file. I just want to use the goddamn save file that I just made that you told me I didn't make. What game was this? Sideway. Yeah. So. It's probably because of that patch that you don't. Eventually it starts. And it's ridiculous. The game is not that good. But I only gave it about five seconds. Why? Because it took me an entire goddamn hour to go from having the game downloaded to being able to play the game because of all the other crap I had to do. And then I had to come here. Welcome to PlayStation. Yeah. This this is why this is why I hate everything to do with PSN and why I would never pay for their service and why I only have it the PlayStation Plus service because they gave it to me for free. Yeah. The only way, that's the only fucking way. So Tim had some insight that he was about to drop on us. Oh yeah. Yeah. You 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 were about to chime in with something about um, bad interfaces or something. Like oh that. no, I was just um, my my job when I'm not making games. Is uh, I'm I'm actually the install engineer at a software company, so I know all about this type of drama that goes on. So Alon is like looking at you with like laser eyes. For, right well, here. you're not doing it for Sony, right? You're doing it for some right software I've, corporation I've, I've that I've never heard of and no one cares about. That can pop up, so it all it all makes sense to me. But I don't know if I necessarily have any uh, any really great input. It's just it's very easy to make. Uh, bad decisions early on so that it will make a reference to a particular package that you cannot later on update with a new package that you then have to like uh, forcefully work in some alternate method. Yeah. Okay, bottom line, total bollocks. <laughs> F them. Okay, so what proportion of the time did you spend with the game that was actually playing versus the time you spent wrangling the game? Forget downloading the original package uh i spent one hour before leaving my house and no exaggeration i played the actual game like after going through menus i played the game for approximately a minute and a half that's about that's that's as long as you need maybe it was three minutes it's hard to tell at that small level yeah but that was it so so you clearly didn't have time to appreciate the nuances let me tell you about spelunky though you know what i did (laughs) yes you said you you said get it Uh uh-huh so I used Bing search 
with my Connect voice control. Really? Was that said, ne- was that necessary? I, <laughs> <laughs> my controller wasn't in immediate lazy reach, so I said Bing. Spelunky, and it's like S P U L U N K Y. Nope, I've got nothing. Oh, really? So, so it totally didn't work. So yet. then I grabbed the controller and used my chat pad to spell it correctly. Found Spelunky. It brought up two results: one for the trial and yeah. one for also the trial, okay. but without without being like the demo that you can upgrade. One of them is just the demo, which once you get in, you could upgrade, but Strange that they okay. have two different ones. That's Weird. confusing. Regardless, I choose to download the demo, yeah. which doesn't identify itself as a demo, just as Spelunky, right. even though it's the demo. Right. Uh, bottom line, it downloads. No other process. Just play it and it works. Yeah. It was fantastic. And also, like you know, thanks to um, game developers who know what they're doing, it's only like 150 megs or something like that. Yeah, and it was not, not very big. Not like 1.1 gigs and stuff. Oh, and their servers were quite speedy. It downloaded relatively quickly. Yeah, it's not downloading at so, about a, mega, so, a megabyte every so 10 seconds. So you say you like the experience better. Is that what you're yes, saying? although they need to figure out how they present uh, their downloadable things when it comes to demos. Really, if you go search for it now, you'll find two that are exactly the same thing. And they have to learn how to spell Spelunky. With the voice search. Yeah, that was pretty silly, right? <laughs> it, it probably thinks it's Spelunky or something. No. It... Anyway, let's talk about Spelunky for real when we get back. Okay. Hey, it's me, Mario. You're listening to Chatterbox Video Game Radio. It's a number one. All right, it's time for Spelunky. You have been talking my ear off about this, or about how you want to talk my ear off about it, yeah, for days now. Like, should I give my first initial impression before we go into? Uh, you know what? I think deeper? that's a good way for us to start. Okay. Why don't we do that? So, first off, I'm a big fan of Spelunker for the NES. Okay. I have referenced this, I believe, on various occasions in my life, not necessarily on the show, okay. but no relation other than thematically. Yeah, it was right? it was named as one of many inspirations. Derek, you gave a list of like. 12 different games that inspired Spelunky. Was Super Pitfall one of them? I wouldn't be surprised. It has a lot of, uh, yeah. a lot of nods to that game. Okay. Or not Super Pitfall. Pitfall 2 is the good one. Oh. Super Pitfall is that's, garbage. That's the NES one. Uh, oh, oh, it's garbage. It's the one where like, if you jumped in the specific place is, in the is, world... Is that the game that this reminds you of? You Not completely. <laughs> gentlemen. Gentlemen. What? I was talking. No, but Super Pitfall. I can't. That game is so bad. <laughs> Look, no, I, this is this can't be stopped. Look, you have you jump in a place in the game, okay? Random, arbitrary position in the game. There's no clue that it's any significance. If you jump into this one spot, you go to a whole entire different world, like, is that like different, a secret? different. It's like a secret, but it's like half of the game. It's ridiculous. It, it always comes across as a bug. <laughs> Okay, but was it intended to be a secret? Uh, who knows? I don't know. Why, why am I falling into this 
this pitfall trap <laughs> of know. a discussion. I don't know. <laughs> we were talking about Spelunky. Yeah. That's so I'm right. I'm inspired to play this game pitfall. simply because I like Spelunker and okay. have a lot of nostalgia for it. So I think, okay, fine. I will play this game, which certainly at first glance looks similar, at least based on you know my 30 year old well you start in a brown <laughs> notion cave. of this game I yeah mean, i think it shares the brown cave well, the, theme. also the, your character is very small and, yeah. and whatever um, like indiana jones kind of of course as you pointed out no real relation um play the game and then i die at some point and i think to myself this game is really easy. I don't know why people are saying this game is hard, right. even though I died. This like, is, this is your, you say to yourself when you write when you die. Yeah. This, this game is really easy. Yeah. Like, I, oh, I've, I've, it's not the first time I've heard that happen, but keep going. I, I had a feeling this would be part of the discussion is how the difficulty is imposed in the game. So anyway, yeah. uh, I realized that that's weird. And it takes me actually several deaths to even realize how they manage death and how they manage the, the life force, like the energy, the heart system, whatever. Right. Um, but uh, I kind of enjoyed the game. I find it a little bit stale at the same time. I have a feeling you guys are going to tell me that it's more in-depth than, than I think it is. Yeah. Uh, but just playing through the demo, you're like, it takes three hours to get through the demo. And uh, I don't think it took that long to get through the demo So how me. long did it take you? I mean, once I, dis- once I realized that every time you die, you go all the way back to the beginning, right. which I thought... I also thought it was just bad interface. I'm like, wait a minute. There's two options when you die. You can either choose the reset option or yeah, the continue it's, it's because option. Because it was a demo. Because in the in the regular game, you can um, you can earn these shortcuts that are challenging to earn. And once you are granted one, you can start at a shortcut. And then in that case, one of the buttons starts you at the shortcut, and the other one starts you. But way how back much of the game do you get through the demo? Like when is it? You just, just world get, one. You just get world one. Well, so you wouldn't even get to a point where you would get a shortcut. Right. So, so for yeah. his experience... So with the demo, I see the options like difference. press X for reset yeah, yeah, yeah. and that, A for continue. That's just the demo artifact. And they both do relatively similar things, the result of which is you just go all the way back to the beginning. Right. And yeah. you're like, what's, what's wrong? Why isn't this working? But then I realize, oh, that's why people say this game is so difficult, because you have to get through all of it in one life, essentially. Right. Uh, yeah. So then I just decide, all right, I'm going to have to not die. And uh, got through World One. Yeah. So it did actually. Um, Probably took me an hour. I guess took you about an hour. It took me maybe half an hour. I don't know. Easily, I remember it. An hour had passed, and I still I was not able. I couldn't even. I, I couldn't even get past the first world in the demo, and I had to come back later. Okay, to challenge different session. But were you were you doing like the completest route where you were trying to get no everything because. I was just trying to survive. It's now this pretty, is this is pretty it, easy. It took me. It, it was very difficult for me. It took me at least two hours, maybe a little more. How long did it take you, Tim? Well, I breezed through it since I played the PC version. Okay, so so you're you're bad data because you've <laughs> you've been playing the game for a while. But um, this is this actually this difference between us. Um, I think that it reflects one of the things that I wanted to talk about, about Spelunky, which is that the range of difficulty of any given level is so broad that I just felt like I was getting hit with really, really hard levels. And you may have gotten a combo of really easy, four really easy levels to enable you to finish I mean, the demo quickly. So in the first world, so yeah. I, I haven't played past the first world, so I'm... Everything I remember is part of the demo, right? right. There were snakes right. that are relatively easy to deal with. 
There are small spiders that jump around a little bit, but aren't yeah. that big a deal. Yeah. The, probably the most annoying thing were the traps that shoot rock or arrows really fast at you if you don't yeah. notice they're there. No, but there's a whole suite of things that can show up that r- don't always show up. And they can also appear in these all these weird, bizarre combinations. But there aren't that many. The only enemy that's no, kind of aren't. annoying is like... The python, because it can spit at you, and the scorpion, because it jumps around okay. real fast. Well, but those I, don't show up very You'll much. have to take my word for it. I mean, maybe Tim can corroborate this. You know, even in the beginning, the first level can be extremely hard sometimes. Um, yeah, the it, it ranges, but I don't know. I've, I've been Not that much. I say that much. I mean, I played several iterations of it. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. This is the pro- okay. This is the like, problem. To me, the biggest difference is when you will randomly get that dark level where you can't see anything. Yeah. Well, oh, that's, yeah. That's no, one. that happened once. Was that just random? Yeah. Because yeah. that pissed me off. There's that's that. The like, there's there's another level that you'll get where it's all full of spiders. Those giant spiders, not right. those little ones. And a lot of times, like, uh, I mean, there were several times when I was playing the demo where, um, you know, I was, I actually got stuck. I had no resource left, and I literally could not have any. I didn't have no phys, any physical means to actually get to the end. That never happened to me even once. Yeah, that happened to me repeatedly. Well, I mean, okay. were you throwing bombs left and right, just wasting? No, them? I'm trying to conserve them. I mean, I'm I'm not an idiot. Uh, you had a very different experience than me. This then. is this is what I'm saying, and I I'm, I can I can chalk this up to what I think. What I mean, I don't know exactly how they're doing their random algorithm, but. The way it feels like to me is that it's far too random. Um, and th- this is actually the, this is my problem with the game in general is that it feels so random that in, in, in my biggest complaint I can succinctly describe in these few words, right? The randomness aspect of it blows away my ability to gain skill. Yeah, I can say confidently that they don't uh, design scenarios where you're going from the beginning to the end of a level where you can work yourself into a corner. So the only way you can work yourself into a corner is if you like bomb a wall and go after um, some jewels or something and then try to get out and, oh, I'm out of bombs and rope. Right. Well, this isn't like, let's not focus on that because that happened a few times, okay. right? But it was, it's, I don't think it's, it's the biggest issue here. You know, the main one is that, you know, there's, for example, I mean, I'll go through a level and the first one will be super hard and I'll die completely, you know, or the first one will be super easy and I'll have like 30,000 gold by the end of it almost, you know, and that, that range is so huge to me that basically like, let me put this another way, right? Like, um, right now, like I've gotten up to the ice world. Okay. Like maybe three, two, three, three, something like that. That's Mm -hmm. as far as I've gotten. Okay. I keep playing the game. Okay. Now the really beautiful thing about the game is that it is intrinsically satisfying to play, okay? The, ir- the irony of this is that I cannot find myself actually performing better by the metric of the game. In other words, as far as what the game's scores are that I'm getting and how far I'm getting, I'm not getting better. Mm. The past, I would say, five or six hours of play, I've not gotten better. But I've gotten much more adept at playing the game because I feel like I'm learning better strategies I feel like I can move the character around better. I feel like I can move around more precisely. Yeah, what what I found when playing the game is that my uh, my skill set didn't grow linearly. Yeah, you know because it throws uh, wildly different things at you in different combinations each time you play. So like I'd go uh, a while without necessarily getting better. 
Yeah, well, I feel like I'm getting better, but it's just not being reflected by the metric of the game, you know? And oh, that's, I see. That's so, really, so really frustrating. When you say the metric of the game, you're yeah. just talking about, like, your score. Yeah, you're either either I'm not getting – either my scores aren't getting better or the I'm not able to reach a new level that I haven't been to yet. I'm not able to get farther in the Oh, game, okay. Right? So it's very, very strange feeling, right? It kind of feels like that Gran Turismo competition I was doing where it felt like I was learning and getting better, but I actually wasn't getting any better results. Are you ever buying any of the tools or are you just going like No, no some, sometimes, I, sometimes I do. Actually, I mean, Tim, maybe you can tell me if you think this is a suboptimal strategy or not, but it, it seems like I, the best thing for me to do is I buy all the bombs I ever can. And, you know, sometimes like a protective item, and that's pretty much it. Yeah, it depends on what you're going for, but, I mean, that's totally fine if we're just trying to get through the game. Yeah. I mean, it's totally possible to get through the game without ever using a bomb or a grappling hook or getting any power-ups. I wasn't going for for score at all. (laughs) I was just trying to get through it, and so I wasn't using bombs because I wasn't mining, right? I would use a bomb if I absolutely needed to or if... You know, there was just an easy treasure chest or something. Right. And I would only use the rope if I absolutely needed to. Well, the the rope doesn't seem to have as many uses, but the bombs, I mean, I think are really critical for avoiding, like, exceedingly difficult sections. Because you'll get, get, like, a blank level. I mean, not completely, but, like, a fairly empty level. And then there'll be this really dense area of activity that you totally want to avoid. Right? And so bombs are good for that. Right? But here's – okay, look. here's, Here's another angle on my problems with this. I feel like the way the mechanics are built, right, the very specifics of how the mechanics are executed, it's like, it's like, that, it's like a carnival game where the odds are stacked against you. You know, where like you're trying to roll that bowling ball on that track and it's finely tuned so that any slight miscalculation results in a disaster. I was really good at that game. And, and, and here's, look, <laughs> there's specific things that I can point out to you guys where I feel like the game is doing that they do in unfair ways that I don't think improves any matter about the game one way or the other. And, and those things are, for example, like the whip, right? Like I've seen like th- there's something weird with the collision of the whip. I don't think it extends as far as the visual does. Yeah, that's, Be- that's a pretty valid complaint. Though. Yeah, because, because I've whipped things that I think should have been hit. So the collision on certain things seems smaller than it should be and larger than in other things, particularly obstacles, well, that, that's than a, it should be. I, I consider that a different issue, though. Yeah. But here's, way, here's I found the, the whip to often hit things when I wouldn't expect them to, like behind me. It, well, it hits behind there, there's you. that. There's The throwing is, I just think, crazy, right? I just, I it just is seem, pretty wild. I feel like it's a rigged game. It's really rigged against right. me. It's very so, we'll, we'll keep talking after the break. Are you going to find a Master of Science program in technology that creates thinkers who understand how business works and how to apply the technology? Where else are you going to discover a graduate degree in technology that is customized to meet your objectives? Where else in the Valley, on campus or online, can you study at the only private university that gives you the opportunity to focus in specialized areas like network security, artificial life programming, and game studies, as well as technology management? 
Where else? Where else but the University of Advancing Technology? UAT's graduate technology program is accelerated. It combines business with technology. It offers the flexibility to adapt quickly to changes that come in high-tech fields. Feed your brain, lead, manage. You won't find this innovative environment anywhere else. UAT, the select private university where you'll be fully immersed in technology. The experience is unrivaled. Click UAT.edu. That's UAT.edu. And we're back. We're bitching about... Well, I'm bitching about Spelunky. I think I'm probably the only one. You, you know, you've really made me just want to go play it now. Yeah. Well, Because I, I haven't played the, the full game. Like, well, it's... it's. I'm not sure how, but your experience is pretty different from mine. And I can't tell if it's because it was four years ago that I played the PC version. Yeah. And I don't remember, like, the early gripes that I had. Because I did have to relearn a lot. But, like, at the same time, you know, it's like riding a bike, right? Um, yeah, I do feel like the Xbox controller is suboptimal. Right, I agree and, with that. And, and I feel like, you know... Specific- it's, it's hard to do precise controls, and a, lo- uh, a lot of times you'll find yourself edging a little bit closer to a trap than you meant to. Yeah. Should I have brought my joystick over? I, I, I don't know if I would have preferred that. I mean, it I'm not a joystick a nice man. tactile, clicky D-pad. Yeah. Is it on the PS3? No, I don't think so. It wasn't on there when I looked. Wouldn't oh. want to get it on PSN anyway. Yeah. <laughs> But then you would get access to your PlayStation controller. Well, so my experience playing through Spelunky and making progress in Spelunky sounds a little bit different than yours. Okay. For me, it's like um, I can never uh, predict when I'll die. And like like so far, uh, even having experience playing the PC version, I've played this game like uh, my, my death count is up to over 200. And yeah. I've beaten the game twice. Well, don't, don't you think that's bad, though? Because I get the same feeling, too. I can never predict when I'll die. See, but the thing is, I feel like I learn something every time I die. There's such a complex um, system of um, just enemies and obstacles right. that, um, I don't know, like... Well, that, that's, that's true, but a lot of times, like there's, especially when I was playing last night, actually, like there's several times, and it usually involves something flying in some direction, <laughs> where I'm like, what the fuck just happened? Yes, yeah, like, yeah, I yeah. Don't, like, I thought I understood the rules, and I don't. I, just, I feel like you and I didn't even play the same game. Yeah. Well, that's it's possible. Like well, happened. you know what? Um, or are you just cr- recalling everything that happens in World 2 that I didn't get to see? No, no, no. You don't need to get to World 2 to experience this. Maybe, maybe you know, it's funny because I made a comment on a, on a Gamma Sutra story today. And the uh, person who responded to my comment also seemed to have a very different experience than I did. Is this related to Spelunky? So, yeah, yeah, it's about Spelunky, this okay. article, right? Um, so I don't know. But I, 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 for some reason, I have the feeling like just, you know... Whatever seed the random thing is based on, the random generator is based on, like you, when you played it a lot, it was very, very nice. But I, I played it for an hour, right? Like, yeah, I didn't things, just play one level and go through very quickly. I know, but that's the way random things go, isn't it? No, but it? if like you some, played it a lot and I played it a lot, yeah. we must have experienced some overlapping uh, difficulty. I don't think necessarily. 
I will, like I said, like my, 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 the variation, and Tim, tell me if you experience otherwise. I, I don't think it's quite as heavily randomized as you think. It, to me, it feels yeah. very controlled. It yes. doesn't, it doesn't to me at all. If you're super duper random. No, because feels... I would see a lot of patterns in the levels that I had seen before. Things, or like elements that were not, even if they weren't exactly the same, you could tell that it was structured yeah, no, in a no, way no, where I get it, that, I get that too. But what I'm saying is that it's, it's, the most frustrating thing now, and I'll just say it real briefly again, right? It just, I feel like the randomness is blowing away well, so my I'm, skill I'm every let's, time. Let's take a step back for a second. So okay. is there like a uh, strongly randomized game that you've played before that you really enjoyed? Or do No. You, so you're, yeah, and I'm glad you brought that up because this is, and you, before the show, you mentioned roguelike, right. okay? And Alon doesn't know what a roguelike is. I'll just explain it real quick, right? A roguelike is, actually, you know, maybe you might be better at a succinct description of a roguelike. Um, well, I mean, the, um, the roguelike was the very first type of computer RPG, uh-huh. and uh, it was to, like, simulate Dungeons & Dragons, but just the number side. And the way that they gave it the most uh, amount of replayability was to randomize the dungeons. So in a nutshell, it's roguelike is basically a random dungeon simulator type of yeah, game. Yeah, I mean, even Diablo is derivative of the roguelike formula, yeah. even though it's not technically a roguelike. But, so what are, what are like some s- really popular examples? Just real quick. So Rogue. Come on. Uh, popular. <laughs> well, um, that's the thing is that it's it's... A niche that's never really become mainstream. Yeah, like Diablo is the closest it came. Like playing. Diablo okay, on okay. I'm gonna say, you know what? Toe Jam and Roll. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, but Rogue still, like that's that's a derivative type. though. But yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not strictly speaking, but so Spelunky is kind of in the same vein. Be- right. Right. Because of the highly random elements right. and so on. But when I, when you said, well, yeah, it's a roguelike, that was in response to my saying that when you die, you go all the way back to the beginning. Right. So, um, one of the. Um, key features of these games is that it has permanent death, which has a side effect of just building a really tense atmosphere where uh, it it just requires you to be very, very careful about your movements. Traditionally, roguelikes are turn-based, so um, you you have all the time in the world to plan your next move. Um, Games like Spelunky uh, switch that up, of course, where you have to have good reflexes and uh, know what you're doing. Which I, I really love the fact that it's an action game in this roguelike type of structure. What I don't like is the fact that it's got that carnival game type of dynamics where I feel like, I mean, it's kind of a trade-off, okay? Because it's kind of doing the same thing. The game's definitely trying to kill you. Yeah, it's kind of like, it's, it, but it's like it kind of does the same thing that like a Super Meat Boy did with just the movement dynamics, mm. which which I feel like was a deliberate trade-off where they open up the envelope of performance to allow you to perform at a vi- right. the upper bound of performance is extremely high. Right. But what you sacrifice for doing that is that um, you know non-high-performing moves are very hard to learn and very hard to like let me put it this way right like the, especially like in super meat boy right the jumping dynamics and that like the that acceleration ramp of a lot of the way things move right it's very counterintuitive you got to really like get used to it and i got i got the same feeling from spelunky with like the running and jumping and right, so on right, right? That, yeah like, and, and throwing's a great example where it, it's true there's a lot of uh just core mechanics in spelunky that kind of break uh conventions 
set by other games. Yeah, like yet, one yet of them being when, once that, you learn them, once you use them in certain situations, you learn why they did it that way. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know why they did it the way that you throw something and it hits a wall, and then it can still hurt oh, you after it hit right. the wall. So they had to decide what everything would do. Yeah. You know, when it rebounds and yeah. whatnot. But that's just and like, that just seems that, abusive right. to that me. That did bug me. Yeah. When you would, you'd use a bomb, it would blow something up, and a rock that was sitting on the ground flies across the screen and then bounces off a wall and then lands on your head and you get hurt. I, I think the problem was that if you could throw a rock against the wall and if it would bounce back and kill enemies, yeah. you could too easily abuse that to your advantage. No, but they don't have to go down that road. You could just say, like, on first throw before the first bounce, it's active, and then once it bounces. Once, yeah, it's if, not if on you anymore. you want to hear my most uh, frustrating death in that game, <laughs> I was having a great run, uh, yeah. and I was, like, in a world, uh, in, in the last ice level, you can go to, like, this UFO. Right. And I, I had the shotgun, which is the best weapon in the game. And I'm just tearing through the game. Also most dangerous to screw yourself with. Uh, potentially. But in, but in the most part, uh, you can tear through the game. And um, How many bullets have landed in shopkeeper stores? I cannot tell you, but <laughs> keep going. Right. Um, so, uh, there's these spring pads, right, right. uh, in, in the UFO. And so, so I, I had like nine hearts or something just cause I saved so many. I, I know exactly victims. what you're going to say, but keep going. Right. So something hit me. I dropped the shotgun. The shotgun landed on one of the bounce pads. And I'm like, oh, okay. I'll just head on over to the bounce pad and like, see if it lets me pick my shotgun back up. So the shotgun actually hits me in the head and causes damage and I become dazed. And then I'm bouncing on the spring pad in tandem with the shotgun and then I can't move because I keep getting dazed and then as soon as I'm not dazed the shotgun hits me again so it, it depletes all of my health and oh I, my god okay that's worse than mine actually like my own shotgun that's One much way. more complicated and worse than mine but what happened to me actually the other day it makes a good was, story though the worst deaths make the that's yeah that's the only that's the only respite you have I guess but yeah like a yeti threw me against the wall and I bounced back at the exact oh. same trajectory to run into it again. Yep. And so, like, basically, this one mistake, even though I had built up all these extra lives, right. one mistake, couldn't move. You don't, you don't have any invincibility period between right. getting hits. Yes, that's, that's very true about that game, that generally when you play it, your health remaining gets picked away. But it's very, very easy. Like, like just... Um, and then there's some things that don't respect health. Like, the spikes don't respect health. No, they just take away a large... I think they take away either four or five. What? So if you have a huge amount of health, it won't actually kill you. Okay, my bad. If you have 20, you'll probably <laughs> be fine. But, yeah, you can get at most... I just assumed it was instant death. You, I didn't know. At most, you can earn one extra health in the game by rescuing that girl. Well, there's, there's a yeah. couple other tricks. By the uh, way, you can make it a dog after. or a dude. It doesn't have to be a girl. Yeah, I know. But I, I can leave it at the girl. That's Mine was often a dog. Yeah, I bet it was. So, yeah, so I, I find myself really, really um, ambivalent because the game is so intrinsically satisfying. Like, I'll keep playing it because it's interesting to see these random situations. Yeah, and I'm not saying that it's, like, perfectly yeah. designed. Yeah. I just think that it, it's worth making a game like this. Well, it's funny because, like, our, our friend Steve, right? Yeah. Like, he described it as designer crack, <laughs> right. okay? And, and and you told me he thinks very highly of it. But right. I started thinking about it. I'm like, this is indeed designer crack in the positive and negative aspects. Okay. Because well, you... crack isn't all good. There's <laughs> negative aspects what? to crack. Nobody told me that. I know. It's hard to believe. Right? And so I, I feel like it's you get you get the good and the bad. And I, 
I don't think that it had to have the been. That's a life, buddy. Yeah, I know. Thanks. I don't think it had to have been so cutthroat, you know? Like, they could have, like, e- like ease up on the whip, like, ease up on the, the, the no... It would have been better if they put in more optional challenges, yeah. because the game has very little, in, and, and this is something you mentioned in your Gama Sutra comment, has very little in terms of risk versus reward, that for the most part, the risk is just what the game happens to throw at you. Yes. And the reward is what the game happens to throw at you. And there's a little bit of, like, minor situations, like, oh, do I want to use a bomb here to get this treasure chest in this wall? Is it worth right. risking? But losing? often, you just you find yourself just struggling to survive. And so, like, I think that I feel like... Right, because they want to... Um, I mean, it feels like they almost um, artificially fit in some things in order to raise the ceiling for higher level play. Yeah. Like well, it's got well, two leaderboards. It's got one for um, the score, right. which, which is uh, the amount of money you found. And they also have one for uh, the amount of time it took you to beat it without using shortcuts. Right. Well, that's, I mean, that's one thing, right? The other thing that is kind of related to what you just said is that I, I kind of feel like they made the game so brutal just to make it take longer. And if that's true, which I can give them the benefit of the doubt that it may or may not be, if it's true, that's a really shitty thing to do, I think. Right, because when it comes down to it, the game really doesn't have that much variety. It's got four worlds. Right. And it's got some pretty but even, pretty deep secrets. But even, Right, but even within a world, like you will, you could play World 1, I think, 10, 20 times right. and not see everything. Right. Or maybe even 70, or maybe even, yeah, 75% of the thing. Yeah, you'd see all the major themes. Like, you'd see the level with the snake pit. You'd see the level with all the big spiders. Right. But you, you wouldn't, like... You you might miss, like, the bee nest, the right, beehive. Right, right. Like, yeah. I've never dared to go in there. Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, that's how you get the nectar that gives you five extra health. <sighs> yeah. See, that's a good example of risk versus reward. Yeah, but it's the risk is so crazy, you know? Well, and, but there's, there's certain tactics that make it better that you can learn. Yeah. I mean, you know, maybe I don't know all the tactics. I don't know. So to me, um, I mean, just summing up what I think about... Because you mentioned that you don't like randomly generated games in general. Well, here's my problem, is that I've never... I think that there is an ideal way to do a randomly generated game. I've not yet seen it. I always feel like the randomness is too extreme in every case. I really feel like this is more of a matter of taste. Because I think that Spelunky comes close enough to doing it right, yeah. where like uh, you shouldn't have that big of a gripe against it unless it goes against your taste. So it's it's like. Um, but I'm not speaking like from a position of taste. I'm just speaking from a position of fairness. You know, the first level shouldn't be uh, something where I will lose three hearts one time when I try my best, and another time, uh, you know, I won't lose any hearts and I'll gain one. Well, your best just isn't good enough. <laughs> well, well, that's what I'm saying, right? That's the that's the fundamental problem is that like I'm not able to beat the effects of the randomness on my results by my learning or skill. At least that's how I feel right now. You know, right. maybe well, maybe this, I'm in a plateau because, like, learning wise. What's, what's your favorite game? Like Gradius Five, right? Okay, that's one of them. You got me. <laughs> and that's like a game that's so much about you know memorization. And maybe uh, improving your strategy each time you play a section, but you and right. maybe you notice new things every time you play it. Right. But you know what to expect. There's no surprises. Right. Well, let me let me put it this way. Like, here's another twist on that. Right. Like, Gran Turismo. Okay. I mean, all the rules are deterministic, obviously. Mm-hmm. 
But anything can happen in terms of you can be like a car can react in any way. Right. You know, but I always feel like I'm being treated fairly. When I play Spelunky, I often feel like I'm being treated unfairly. Okay. So Spelunky is more like the blue shell in Mario Kart. I guess you could put it that way. But it's inst- but it's twelve blue shells and they're all coming at me <laughs> at the same time and one of them has a shotgun but and is jumping a lot. But there's something you can do about it. Unlike. No, but there isn't though. There is. When the you Yeti throws you against the wall, there's nothing you can well, do. You shouldn't have gotten that situation to begin with. Right. All right. So we we only have another minute or so left. Uh, we don't do this very often, but I'm going to ask Ara because of what seems like a personally internal debate. Uh, is this a game that you would recommend? Gosh. Or no. All things considered, I don't final know, answer. I don't know. I'm actually fighting with whether I think it, uh, it was worth it for me to buy it or not. How much is it? 15, 15 bucks? 15 bucks, yeah. Huh. I got to tell you, I I played with all bots, um, the, the multiplayer. Yeah. I kind of enjoyed that. Yeah. It was super hard. I haven't tried that yet. But I, I wish I'd known or thought about it, and I would have brought some controllers over so we could play three players because it's uh it's kind of fun yeah well we can try that one day it is um look if you like pain as soon as we're done here i'm gonna go play this game now and and see what you mean like games that piss them off some people do i for for longest time it seemed like um gamers in the uk had a hard-on for unreasonably difficult games but um all right well that is the end of our spelunky discussion because the yeah. it's the end of the program. That's totally nationist, by the way. So it it is. Um, I want to remind everyone to go to uat.edu, the website for the University of Advancing Technology, where you can have uh, long-winded intellectual discussions like this. Oh yes, on your own time. So intellectual. Yeah. By the way, uh, our I website is chatterboxgameshow.com. You can email Ara or myself from there. You can also call us and leave a voicemail so that we'll talk about what you want us to talk about. 480-4GAME-21. Um, that's really all I've got to say before the end of the show. You guys got any, any parting words? I can't decide if I want to say that we're not intellectual or that we're not long-winded. Perhaps both. It's very possible. Thank you, Tim, for joining us. I appreciate it. And in the future, perhaps uh, some more. Perhaps. It was, uh, it was good times. All right. We'll see you next week, guys. Good night, guys. You've been listening to Chatterbox Video Game Radio. Tune in next week for more tips and info and the latest and greatest in video gaming. And remember, all your base are belong to us.